0: Welcome to the Red Review with Mike and Jeremy. Um, we've got a great episode today. Uh, my friends from Hobbs. Hello, uh, Reko and Dave.
1: Hi. Thanks for having Hi.
0: us. Hello, Jeremy. You're right. Yeah, not too bad. Thank you. Not too bad. Um, yeah. Well, thank, thank you for joining us. So uh, we were just saying uh, off air that. Um, a lot of people who listen to this podcast will probably be quite aware of of Hobbs, um, but le- there will be some people internationally and I'm sure some people in the UK that haven't crossed paths with you guys yet. So uh, we'll first of all, let's let's do introductions and then we'll get into a bit about what, what you guys are about and then the, the, what we want to talk about today. So uh, Raquel, first of all.
1: Um, so no pressure coming before Dave. Um, So I work at Hobbs, have worked here for seven years, over seven years, nearly eight. Um, And I work as our group client engagement manager. So I work alongside um, our repro side of the business and our 3D looking after our sales and basically help our sales team to build better relationships with our clients and really engage and connect with them on a on a deeper level than than just being that cheesy salesperson, which hopefully I'm doing.
0: Very good. Oh, I think so. And and Dave, introduce yourself, sir. Yeah, so I've been I'm Dave McClinical from Hobbs and
2: I've been with the company um twenty-eight years? No, it can't be that long. Twenty-three years. A long time, a long time. Um and I look after the creative and bid services for Hobbs across the country. And that's both with our work that we're tendering for as well as helping our clients win work so you know we've got the great thing about us is we have the full power of the Hobbs um, portfolio services behind us so we can flex what you know what our clients need at any particular time so
0: it's a quite a powerful little um, offering we have these days. Very good well Lead off then, Dave, actually, would you mind just telling us a bit about the business and and particularly what you guys, obviously, it's quite a large business that operates in all kinds of spheres, but perhaps zero in 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 terms of what you guys get up to in the work winning space? Yeah, sure. Um, So Hobbs as a company has been around over 50 years now. We had our 50th
2: birthday, I think about two or three years back. Um, And we've been, you know, our prime role hasn't changed over that 50 years. It's supporting our clients' um, winning work. It's important our clients delivering work, and we do that through a number of mediums. Um, our clients will probably know us, and your listeners will probably know us more as being a repo graphics company. Although, over the last sort of 10, 15 years or so, we've been heavily involved in bids. Um, my sort of experience in the work winning space goes back to the 90s with um, PFIs, uh, which if I'm to say PFIs these days. Um, and, you know, we we use all the services we've got to try and help. So that's, you know the, the print side, of it obviously you know the bespoke stuff, making stuff look good. So we can do the physical delivery as well as you know I look after the creative team and the bid writing team. So we have a team that complements our clients' um, in-house capabilities um, when they're basically when they're stretched, when they're they're busy themselves and they need that little bit of an extra help. Um, and obviously we got you know the reprographic side of it where myself and uh, Raquel primarily set, but we've also got our 3DR, so we do uh, 4D visualisations, sequencing, um, we're doing a lot in the AR, VR space, um, even down to XR, which is extended reality, I believe. So um, it's about offering our clients to be able to deliver their message in loads of different formats and loads of different ways. But the one key message for everything we do is it's got to be engaging. Uh, yeah, I think I've got some up. Wrap. have you got anything else to throw in on that? <laughs>
1: you nailed it! You nailed it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's been doing it long enough. You'd hope. <laughs> you yeah, yeah. know what I'm doing by <laughs> now, right. <laughs> Well, and and uh, like I say, a bit a bit of a mainstay in the the sort of work winning bidding space. I mean, I've I've crossed paths with you, Dave, and and other colleagues. Um, Oh, since i started the business and before we used to work together when i was at mace and i know you're on mike's uh, supply chain consultant mm-hmm. supply chain that we talked about as well uh, which is great cc so must be must be doing something good to have um got got past his procurement i'm sure uh, so well well done on that um and uh, and thank you actually because pre-pandemic when we used to run our live events in london you guys kindly sponsored those and you know a few, a few of your team Uh, turned up we wouldn't have been able to do it without you so um I I appreciate that which which brings us to your um new community piece so Raquel kind of an extension I guess of your role Uh, it it feels like you're you're becoming front and center um but seen some announcements recently so tell us a bit about the community that you're building first of all yeah so
1: really this is Dave's brain baby And um, he got me involved in it, or hoodwinked me, should we say, Jeremy, and pulled me into the the dark coves of of Dave's mind. And during COVID, COVID hit every single person in the world, uh, worldwide, really hard, because we'd gone from being on busy trains, um, in traffic jams, sitting in busy offices, having teas and coffees, and all of a sudden we were in kitchens, we were um, in spare bedrooms and makeshift offices underneath the stairs and really isolated. And um, we went through COVID and we started to do little webinars, didn't we, Dave, on 3D and construction and architecture. And and we started touching upon it and didn't realise how popular it was going to get. So we decided to go for a LinkedIn group and we weren't expecting anything. And then all of a sudden we've got to nearly 700 followers uh, and their group's called Use These Better. And it basically came from hearing stories from big teams through every walk of life. So small little independent startup businesses <laughs> all the way to multinational um, corporations that were saying, We've got this problem and we're struggling to reach out. We've got no community. There isn't somewhere. There isn't an open forum for us to speak and converse and learn. So enter Dave and some of our amazing graphic designers and we were getting asked a lot about InDesign and how do we format a bid? How do I um, overlay wording over an image and what's the best way to use infographics in a bid? So we started off very much graphic design, bread and butter sort of things, um, useful hints and tips, handy hints and tips I think we called it Dave um, at the very beginning and then all of a sudden we had so many people that were getting in touch that were coming out of the woodwork and saying well that was brilliant but how do you engage with your teams remotely? So we sat there and thought oh we don't know about this so we started calling people and we spoke to uh, colleagues within our business and within our client base as well that are actually quite good friends um, with myself and Dave and us as a company. And people stepped forward really and started discussing areas of how do they engage with multinational teams? How do you check in on people? How do you meet deadlines? When the shit hits the fan, what do you do? And It kind of grew from there and it all of a sudden overnight kind of grew arms and legs within the space of two or three weeks we just wanted to pass on the knowledge and then we set up the community as cheesy as it sounds for the people and we've allowed our community to pick where they want it to go so we've gone down the lines and Jeremy you've appeared on our webinars uh, about capture planning which was fantastic the feedback was incredible we have had people from kpmg we've had people from mace and the amount of people that attend them and view them on our youtube channel has um, it's just been amazing and i guess that's really brought us to kind of where we are at the moment where covid restrictions have now gone and we're getting people that are actively asking questions and other people of the community are answering them and helping each other and offering a support in the industry to um our live events so we've got our first live event upcoming which we hope is going to go good i'm going to plug it it's on the 7th of april check us out on linkedin but um it's kind of it was a way of us just passing on the knowledge to be honest um and not really coming from any other perspective than our clients were kind of lonely
0: and we wanted to grow from there really no i i, I completely get that and I, I think we've seized uh the moment and it, it it's interesting because it, we i i started so mike left the podcast for a little bit last well, january before uh, last uh, and so last year i was peddling this along on my own um and tried to start an online community that i was charging people to join um at the same time as my wife having a baby um, which turns out to be quite challenging both of those two things are quite challenging uh, in in some ways Um, and so but yeah the the content creation staying on top of things with the community all of that sort of stuff I I, admire you know admire Hobbs investing in this obviously you're much bigger business than mine so you've got perhaps the horsepower uh, to put behind it and I I think I obviously thought it was required because we were trying to do something similar although monetized in a way that perhaps doesn't work with this community so I think having the sponsorship of a company like yours in effect doing you know this is your CSR or social value really isn't it I mean obviously you're going to get your create community building for the business and you'll get the networking and all that sort of stuff but I I think it is for the people it is bigger than that Um, I think it's really valuable so I'm sure the community. Uh, appreciate it actually uh, so well done um, because there there is there is a space for uh, and we, we we talked about this in our, our quick prep call didn't we kind of more pragmatic practical uh, community type advice and, and you know sort of peer-to-peer understanding really because uh, we've got you know APMP and lots of lots of other people doing that quite rightly the, the proper professional association stuff and theoretical stuff but you know as you put it to me dave you know what do you do when you're on your own in the office at two in the morning and uh you know something goes wrong it's i think that kind of advice probably other portals and places um can't be seen to sort of meander about i think it's great that you can do the the muck and bullet stuff really practical stuff yeah I and
2: mean, i think from my point of view we were always sort of conscious that you know, there, there is a lot of theory out there. There is a lot of good, really solid, good practice out there. Um, but like you said, the one thing that we felt was missing and where we sort of majored our talks on is, is exactly that. It's being practical. It's, you know, you know we, we're conscious that sort of, you know, reviews have to happen and everything like that. All the processing needs to be in place. But there are times when, you know, your process just doesn't work and it doesn't fit. And it's how can you be flexible enough to still have something that you can you know you can qualify it properly um but maybe you don't need all the steps. Um and like I say, I mean the amount of people I spoke to, you know, the bid managers and proposal managers and writers, you know, when we've been you know waiting for stuff to print for them, even or we wait for stuff to format for them. You know, and they go, well I've just got to write a section. And you can see them struggling and you know it's not healthy. Um, and it's about I think the one thing we're looking at is everything we're doing is from a practical viewpoint. I think that's the real differential for us is that we're sat going it's about what can you do practically um, to to maximize what you've got.
1: And there's no right or wrong way in bids, is it? that It is what it is. As long as the question gets answered, and 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 that's a big thing that when we've covered our webinars that a lot of people miss the question. And a lot of our guest speakers and lecturers have come back and said, read the bloody question and understand it. And if you're stressed and you're fighting fires, read the question, go away, come back, read it again. Read it 10 times if you need to, but answer the question at hand. And I think we don't really go into it. And I think us us as a business, because we're we're historically a printer. So we're always the last person that ever gets that bid. If your deadline moves, our deadline moves. If you miss your dinner, we're missing our dinner. And I think when you have rules and regulations, in reality, all goes out. You just get it sorted, don't you? You get the bid done and you meet your deadline. Um, and we kind of fell into it and we didn't know how it was going to be received, but people absolutely loved it. And I always remember years ago when I started at Hobbs, this this thing of... No one, none of your bid teams. If you've got a bid team that are coming in to have a look at a three D print, or they're just popping in for a coffee, they can never meet. They can, their eyes can never meet across the reception. And it's amazing that when we've had our community, people actually talk to each other and they go, "Did you win that bid? Yeah, well, I won it. How did you bloody win it? Because we missed out on it. And what did you do? And how did you do it? And you just think it's a community at the end of the day, and it's a community that really is. Is pushed and has been to sit in separate corners of the ring where i think now post covid she says um people are now actually yeah. working together as an industry as opposed to working against each other and critiquing each other and throwing stones where they're all kind of patting each other on the back and going that's a bloody good bid i saw your presentation that was incredible and i think that's and we've kind of just, it was right time, right place for us with the right idea, I think.
0: Well, I mean, the, the thing is, again, the, the utopia thing uh, that, I, you know, I'm, I'm always preaching about theory in effect and, you know, the sort of utopian view of negotiating deals. You know, coming to you guys for, you know, a sexy print job on a proactive proposal, that, you know, a white paper that negotiates a deal with through capture. But of course, that, that happens incredibly rarely. It's very, very valuable when it does in terms of reducing cost of sale and all that sort of stuff. But it's, you know, most people work in bid functions um, where qualification of opportunities isn't great. Um, you know, they're being flogged to bits quite often, treated as an admin function, all that sort of stuff. Mo- it's not where we want to be. It's APMP and the ATOs like me are all trying to uh, you know do some work to... Uh, you know, do things like apprenticeships and all of that. You know, get attract more young people to the discipline, really help professionalise and mature the discipline. Um, but in in bidding, uh, but the reality is we're nowhere near there yet, and there are lots and lots of people, the majority of people, are working in functions that really need that practical advice about how to format their document in InDesign. Um, you know, because they've got people firing content at them by email at midnight or whatever it is. Uh, yeah. That's the that's the reality, and so I, I I quite like your positioning on that. So so tell tell me about your your events. Obviously, I, I spoke at your your last one or one before last uh, in terms of the webinar, but you, you've got your first live event in London. When did you say it was? was in yeah, April?
1: it's the seventh of April, and it's um, we've hired out a pub because who doesn't love a beer. And <laughs> nibbles. <laughs> Dave's like she's a nightmare, but it's true. So we're pulling, we're pulling people. We've got um a couple of guest speakers, uh, but we're positioning ourselves, Jeremy, to be a I really want this, and so does Dave, and our managing director also does. I want this to be like a networking event where they can learn things off of our guest speakers. Here's some inspirational information. There might be a uh, an outstretch of an arm to say everything's OK, and we all have horrendous times at work, um, but also I want people to meet each other in person, and we're going to really position this as a as an, an in-person networking event. And um, it's a great excuse for people, and, and, and this was mine and Dave's idea that Dave posts about jobs and vacancies. So we'll pretty much do it as a nice excuse to have a glass of wine slash beer a lemonade um, with our community, listen to a guest speaker, see some people in real life, and do a bit of networking, outstretch the arms, um, look for new jobs, look for people to join your team and fresh talent, because we have got apprentices, we've got graduates attending, we've got a total assortment of people. Um, And again, this came off the back of a poll that we put on the group, that said would anyone be interested in an in-person event and we had 85 percent yeah yeah. of 160 170 people cast their vote Um, and i think the majority of the people said no had actually commented and said no i actually want it in the northwest or can we have it in the midlands and so it's really good so we're going to have this in-person event on the 7th of april and it's from four o'clock is it not dave
2: yeah, you know, the dial. The, the, the gates open at um three thirty, so we're expecting yeah. a stampede. Um, and it's at the Boulders Pub. Um, in. We are expecting
1: a stampede, but it's just a. Do you <laughs> know what, Jeremy? It's just an excuse to get people from behind their computer and doing these Zoom calls and and stuff like that. And human contact is something that probably we all took it we all took for granted pre COVID, and we would have loved to have had a meeting call a video call and turned off our camera and gone under the radar but i think we're all craving that bit of human contact so why not
0: yeah, yeah quite right as long as people are sensible and you know do a lateral flow test before they turn up and all that good stuff yeah, then definitely. why not it just just got to be sensible and it, it, is, it is needed i mean again uh, thank you for the the support of the discipline I guess because we we used to do live events pre-pandemic and Mike and I talked about it long and hard uh, in terms of should we make a comeback in that space or not and we we can't find the capacity to do it in reality Um, and so it's great that a business like Hobbs is investing in that networking space in effect for for people in our discipline because as a micro business I can't do it and and Mike's got a real job Um, you know he's a busy bloke so um, it's uh, you know I I think the space is there to take uh, and perhaps I prefer the the pub version rather than the breakfast event actually I think it's a cracking idea Um, so well played I know um, I think Mike's going to be there um i've got my in-laws over from crete who we haven't seen for uh, years obviously and uh, they haven't met our little one and all that stuff so i need to see if i can if i can make it but you, you have helpfully put it somewhere that's quite easy for me to get to so um I, I will endeavor to be there so well thank you very much gang very best of luck with your event i should say you know the one that i your webinar that i spoke at uh, i was really impressed with the caliber of people there it was a really good mixture of Uh, Some junior people, some, you know, middleweights, but also some quite senior people. You had some heads of bids, Mm -hmm. um, you know, some big name, high caliber bidding people that um, I've come across in the past. So I'm sure it'll be similar at at, at your um, networking piece. So best of luck with that. Um, So we should we should finish off with the uh, gimmicky podcast stuff, I guess. (laughs) Uh, who, Who wants to go first in terms of favorite quote book or inspirational person? Dave,
1: come on. <laughs> oh, um, like I say age
2: suppose... before beauty, but I didn't know what to say then. <laughs> no, yeah, because I'm little older you, I'm there. Um, yeah, I, I suppose um, quote wise, it's something that I've always um, had is in the back of my head, and something I always, anybody ask me for a famous quote, I always give it. I'm not I, to be fair; I had no idea who, who did it originally, but it goes along the lines of. Um, I used to complain that I had no shoes till I met a man that had no feet, um, which basically I think goes along the lines of, you know, there's always, you know, something worse can always happen. You know, there's always people in this world that are worse off than what we are, um, and I think sometimes we just yeah. got to be a bit more um, relaxed about stuff, I suppose, in a in a in a, in a way. Um, and then I suppose for famous book, I'll give you two. How's that? Is I mean, it's got to be a classic, and it's got to be the Shawshank Redemption. Um, absolute genius book, genius film, um, and there's actually loads of morals in that that we can take away from stuff. So, uh, yeah, there's my two. Go on, Rack, beat that.
1: I can beat that. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> Favorite book? Um, I've got two. I've got. The Secret by Rhonda Byrne. I don't know if either of you have read it, um, but it's about the law of attraction, manifesting stuff. I'm a bit of a hippie outside of work, outside of my corporate uh, persona. I'm really into sending out good vibes and getting them back and karma and all the rest of it. But a really good book that someone that I adore bought me probably about five years ago when I started Hobbs, And it was the life-changing magic of not giving a fuck (laughs) by by an author called sarah knight and um the book in essence is about this woman and she is planning a wedding and she sits for hours and hours and hours with her fiance and she's sorting out the seating plan and she's going through it and she's thinking oh she can't sit there because of her political views and we've got to do this and the other and one day she literally thought, well, what the fuck am I doing? I need to just let this go. And who cares? Do I need to spend all this energy on a on a seating plan when it's gonna be what it's gonna be? And people are sit where they want to sit. So she doesn't do it. And her wedding's amazing, and it goes off really well. And she talks about loads of different stuff. And it's the power of saying no when you don't want to go to something instead of making an excuse. Just say no, and they go, why? It's because I don't want to go um so two favorite books um haven't really got an inspirational person and I feel like I've let myself down there because I could have said something really cheesy like my mum or my dad but it's not sorry parents but favorite quote (laughs) just chucking my mum and dad who are great by the way hi if they're listening um (laughs) favorite quote has to be and I couldn't say one because Dave said not to say it the one that I live by uh, and to be fair a couple of other people at the business also said don't say it so I'm going to go with a really safe one Jeremy which was surround yourself with people that will mention your name in a room full of opportunities which I thought was great oh I like that mm. yeah yeah it's I like that one, that's it?
0: that's and yeah absolutely
1: and that's very and I, much I, I think it, we've doesn't. probably
0: yeah, no, I get that. I think we've probably all found, actually, during the pandemic, uh, people have, some people have shown their real colours, that kind of stuff's gone on a bit, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've, I've certainly uh, recognised that, that that kind of philosophy of that quote that, you know, you, you need people who have your back, don't you? Um, small, smaller, higher quality group, I think it's probably the thing.
2: <laughs>
0: Very good. All right, well, Thank you very much for hanging out with me. Sorry, Mike couldn't make it. I forgot to say at the start, didn't I, that he was we we, we even put this back 15 minutes so he could make it. uh, And he went and missed his connection on his train. So um, I think he's probably still traveling. Uh, But I wanted to get it in the can because obviously you've got your event coming around the corner quickly. So uh, Mm. we've got an episode. We're recording this on the 14th of march we've got an episode going out tomorrow that mike and i recorded a couple of weeks ago but i'll i'll make sure we pump this one out in a, in a week's time so that you've got uh, a, a bit before your event so people can hear about that uh, but thank you very you. much for your time both it's it's always a joy to hang out and hopefully i can make it to your event and if not i'll i'll see you after i'm sure we'll get you in
1: here always <laughs> Cheers, Jeremy. see you later, Bye-bye. later. Bye-bye. thank you